Today's podcast is a discussion with Dane Johnson, and we do a super deep dive into resistance to the emotional spiritual healing journey. We get into the nitty gritty of healing any long-term chronic acute or supposedly incurable disease. And we offer stories from our own life path as well as solutions for what you can do if you yourself are struggling with any kind of health condition that is really impacting your life. Enjoy. Welcome to the Listen to Your Gut podcast with international best-selling author Jeannie Patel-Thompson. Because your body is your subconscious. Your body is the densest part of your soul. Welcome to today's presentation with our guest, Jeannie Patel Thompson, the queen of helping people and healing people around the world. Jeannie, thank you so much for being here. As always, it's truly a pleasure to to speak with you and work with you. Likewise. And I mean, I just have to, I have to brag on Jeannie a little bit because who's going to if I don't? <laughs> Jeannie, you have been around. I mean, you were first diagnosed with IBE back in the 80s. Yeah. And widespread Crohn's, they're telling you there's nothing you can do about it. You can't have kids. You need multiple surgeries. You come from a family of doctors yeah. who are also telling you probably the same thing. And you were also how old when this happened? Uh, 16, just turned 17, I believe, when I got the official diagnosis. So you were a kid. Yeah. A little Nina, like, I mean, you were probably mentally, I mean, obviously you were a strong person <laughs> to stand up to all those, those realities that were being imposed on you. And yeah, fight. my parents were, my parents were pretty crazy, dysfunctional. So I okay. was kind of mature from a young age. Okay. So you, that might yeah. also help you out, but you were resilient and strong and fiery, even at the tender age of 16 or 17 years old. Yeah. And so, I mean, we're talking back in the eighties, we're talking, you know, 35 years ago that you have gone through this experience, lived life, had three beautiful, three children? Yeah. Three beautiful children and your children are thriving. Yes. 100% healthy, no gut issues at all. And that, I mean, that's a whole other topic we could And my with. eldest eats crap and has done for about a decade. So like he's, when I say they have a strong gut, I mean- Tried and tested strong gut, but he yeah. takes his nature and probiotics every day. <laughs> hey, how he eats, he's he's like, well, I'm taking my probiotics. So I'm like, hey, wow. yeah, they'll they'll be okay as long as they take this nature. <laughs> Natasha, thank you for creating such a brilliant product. Yeah, um, Natasha Tanev, CEO of, of Nature and Probiotics. Who, I mean, I think you also helped me turn uh, turn on to them when I was reading your book back in, I think it was 2014 or or so, eight nine years ago when I first found you. But also, why I say you're you're the the G in all of this, the top G is, I mean, you had already been, you had already been in the Oh industry. my God, you just put me with Andrew Tate. How awesome. Okay. I don't know. What do you want to call it? I'm going to say, okay, you're not Andrew Tate. No, no, you know what? I actually appreciate him. I actually appreciate him. I see him. Yeah. I get yeah. what he's doing. Yep. And I, I see why there's a place for him, especially with young males. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm going to say that I have a lot to say to that too. And I think there's a yeah. lot of energy we can talk about. Let's go ahead and skip over that. <laughs> Let's make that another, another conversation, but I agree there is a yeah. place and we need leaders that we trust in. I mean, I don't know if Andrew Tate's the leader we were in trust in, but let's keep moving. He's on, he's on his path. He's in process. And he's on to something. He's on to something. Yes. Um, the, I mean, you were diagnosed in 1985 
I found you, I think 2013, somewhere around there. I can't remember exactly when, but you had already been messing with this for 20, 30 years. Yeah. So, I mean, and back then there's no, as we talked about, there's no internet. There's hardly any research. No. There's nothing about what you've built in the world, what I've built in the world. There's none of this. There's no coaching. No. There's no hundreds of testimonies of people getting better. There's no pre-made protein yeah. meal, meal replacement where you've spent decades refining and getting it as quality as possible. There's none of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were alone in that process. And I think that's where, I mean, I know that's where my superpowers have come in life is through my pain and through my resilience. But you had that even more because you were only, I was 19 in my first signs of, of blood and issues, 16 already diagnosed full blown. And that was back in the eighties for you. Me was, you know, 2000, some change. Mm -hmm. So I already had the internet. I already had a, a few books out there. Your book was already out. Mm -hmm. um, Jordan Rubin had written a book, which we talked about the spiritual connection and, and, you know, earth and God's diet and things like that. And Elaine Godshaw had written the break, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the, the vicious cycle and SED diet and things of that nature. So I already had some tools, but even when I was chronically sick, it felt like there was nothing. And, um, and we got some already uh, fans of us saying hello. And uh, thank you guys. Love you guys. Great. You're doing awesome. Um, okay. So in, in, so today, you know, I want to start by kind of talking a little bit about, you know, the IBD experience, which we've talked about a lot, but just for all of our, our listeners out there who are just diagnosed or their kids are sick, they don't know where to start. They've tried diets, nothing's working. Or they maybe feel natural medicine is, is crap and won't ever work. It's a scam or any of that stuff. Let's let's take a little energy and patience and time for that crowd and, and try to give some uh, love to them on the experience of dealing with chronic IBD. That seems like there's nothing you can do except cut out your your colon or cut out your, you know, cut out some part of your GI tract, right? Or live on biologics for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And I think it was back into, you probably don't remember this, but I pretty much remember all of our conversations when we first met. You probably talked to a thousand people, but I, I remember them because they were very important to me. And I think it was within like one or two of the first conversations I ever had with you. You kept saying, Dane, do EFT. Do EFT. You got to heal the emotions. You got to heal the spirit. And you had a few uh, lectures on YouTube that did really well that were from many years ago where you're talking about the spiritual connection, the emotional connection. Yeah. Now me, I didn't <laughs> listen I didn't listen at all. I really didn't. I was, I was, I was thinking to myself, that's all well and good. And many of us might be re uh, relating with this. That's all well and good. I just need to know what I need to eat. I need to know what supplement's going to heal me. And I need a step-by-step -step game plan to get my life back. And I need it to work so well that I'll never have to worry about this again. Yeah. And I didn't really know that at the time, but the trauma and the fear, that's what was happening. How do I make it so perfect? I'm never at risk again. Yeah. Which is an emotional state. <laughs> it's an emotional state. It is. It's an emotional state. And, you know, I, I think over time, we've looked even at this idea of curing, you know, or, or this idea of remission. And we could dive into so many conversations, but we have to start healing this idea that nothing is certain. We, we get what we create in this world. We manifest in the future what we're, what we're creating now with our thoughts, with our energy with our actions, with our words. And, and as hard as it is over years, what I've found is that healing really does start in the mind. You've got to have that mind ignite to be, I'm going to be the answer. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get massive results. And I'm going to be the CEO of my health. 
what was what was your mindset when you were first getting sick? And I mean, you didn't have all the resources that everyone out there is listening to right now has way more resources than you. How did you deal with that emotionally? How did you even come at this idea of widespread Crohn's as a teenager? Well, so first of all, let me leapfrog off your statement that you have to have the mindset. Yeah. I would go even a step further than that and say, yes, the mindset is important, but what sits over top of the mindset is the higher level uh, where we have to get into the emotional and the spiritual components. Yeah. So you can mindset yourself all day long, but if you're running a strong saboteur or phobia that has, you know, really hindered you in other iterations, that thing is going to shut you down over and over again. And until you recognize that thing, that saboteur, you're not, it's like, it's like fear of success, yeah. right? You go, you can mindset yourself all day long into a millionaire, but if you're running a fear of success, because you have an underlying belief that if I become a millionaire, I'm going to lose my friends. My family's going to like, change the whole dynamic and and you know maybe you're you're from a family who believes that money is the root of all evil and i'm going to be separated from my family and i don't want that because my friends and family are more important to me than money now you tell me how are you going to become a millionaire right yeah go ahead so apply that to healing right like what will you lose when you become healthy what will you what will change in your life if you no longer have these symptoms or this journey. So that's one facet of it. And examples, let's give, I already got a ton of examples, but example to bring this down to everyone who's new to this. Mm -hmm. I will no longer be connected to my friends. I will no longer be relatable. Yeah. I might be an outcast because I'm living in a way that's healthy, right? And our world does not live in a way that's healthy. Yeah. I won't be able to date yeah. because they won't accept me. Yeah. Because I don't, or, I don't accept me. Yeah. And, and what if you have, um, undealt with childhood abuse, yeah. sexual abuse. So you, there's a big part of you that actually doesn't want to date. Yeah. So as long as you're super sick and have massive gas all the time, oh, I can't date. I can't and you go don't have to be accountable and be farting the whole time and running to the bathroom. Yeah. Right. So this is why there's it's never just about the physical layer. It took me a lot of years to get there because for me, it was always about I'm trying to relate with those who are just starting out or just getting going for many years. I just was about if I could just stay gluten free, if I could just eat organic, if I could just try to make more of my meals, if I could have a shake a day, those things did help. But you're right in the point that if I didn't look at the deeper emotional layer, it would subconsciously or consciously affect all of my daily actions, my outcome, mm -hmm. what I would manifest in my life as far as happiness or con connections to others, how I felt about myself, which led into marriage and kids and where you live in the world and what kind of job you take and what kind of friends you continue to build as you get older. It, it, that Those are all emotional components because it vibrates into every single thing you say. I mean, we judge people not just on what they say, but how they say it, right? You meet someone, you say, hey, how's your day? That can come off so many different ways that gives you a different energy of how you, if you even connect with that person. Yeah. So we really connect with each other or this world in an energetic level. And so if there's something bothering you and something you're not dealing with, you're not becoming the best version of yourself spiritually, mm -hmm. it's going to manifest into the physical. Yeah. And that took me a long time to witness it because you, I mean, Jeannie, you've been doing this for 30 plus years. 
it's so straight and aligned for you. But most of us, we never had any of these teachings. We never spent all the money you've spent on CST or EFT or gone through all the trauma or all the journeys. I mean, you're a wizard, right? But having said that, like, we're also not saying that you, oh, you just go to the emotional, spiritual and the physical take care of itself. No, no, because once these things have manifested into the physical tissues, they have to also be healed at the physical level. And this is the hardest thing for people to somehow, the hardest thing for them to understand, you have to do it all. <laughs> you yeah. have to get all the levels of healing. So tell me about this feel, this sense of being led because i think it's also really important to our topic today on on tapping and eft specifically you call it laser tapping but before we jump into laser tapping and all its value uh around ibd and, and healing deeper you know tell me a bit about feeling so almost divinely led um to find solutions because you've done things in so in ways that i haven't seen anyone else do as far as the type of products you use and the type of solutions for the most severe conditions I think it's it's about that ability to connect to an intelligence and a truth that's greater than you are that mm. already holds and has all the answers. Mm. Right. So that's why I say the number one thing you can do to support and accelerate your healing journey is to develop your own personal connection to that source. Right. And you can have whatever name you want for it. It can be the divine, the universe, God. Um, can be my your gut intuition. You can call it simply truth. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have a religion where there's an actual being, but to have some kind of acknowledgement that there is something, some field, some energy that is that is bigger, larger than me in this human, single human body. And to develop your ability to connect to that yeah. To know your deepest self and to receive guidance from your deepest self, yeah. right? Because, and, and people will call that my higher self, right? My higher self that's always advocating for my highest good. So while I'm on this healing journey, which, you know, people think that the solution is, is just to heal it and make it all go away. But let me tell you, when I was a kid, my church recognized me as having the gift of healing. And my mom guarded that carefully to make sure it wasn't blown up and, you know, misused. So she would just say, oh, so-and-so sick. And if, if I said, oh, yeah, and kept playing, she would walk away. But if I said, oh, well, does he want healing? She'd say he'd love some. And then we'd get in the car and she'd take me to his house. And as a child, an eight-year-old child, it was extremely simple. I would stand behind the person. I would put my hands on their shoulders. And I would, I was in the Christian church. So I would ask God, what do you want me to pray for? And God would tell me, and let me tell you, it was very rarely that God told me to pray for complete healing. And you go, well, why would that be? Because the healing journey is a gift from your higher self mm. to act as a path of growth and development into the fullness and magnificence of who you really are who you can be. And if you just take that away from someone, now they're stuck as this small, cramped little person who is nowhere near the expansion and the magnificence of who they can be. And yeah, that that hurts. And it involves suffering. And it's hard GD work. But think about running a marathon. 
right? Why do people run marathons? Why do they want to climb Mount Everest? Like that is torturous. Yeah. Suffering. Yeah. Because what they get at the end is worth it. And a healing mm. journey, you have to look at it the same way. It's so mm. if you can just switch that whole paradigm around to go, the body is the densest part of the soul. Mm. It is always messaging me on my behalf for my highest good. And if you can make that switch so that everything is not like I'm being tortured by these symptoms, I'm being punished, I'm being, this is so awful, I hate this, it's so pain, I wish it would just stop, I wish it would just go away. No, you don't. Your higher self has chosen this because mm. this is the thing that you need because of who you are to force you to get bigger to force you to come into wholeness, to force you into your magnificence. Because if there was an easier way, if you were someone who could just go like, oh, I'm going to do it this way, you would have, but you're not. You need something hard. It's just who you are. It's okay, mm -hmm. right? And to own that and go, I'm going to walk this path and I'm not going to stop until I get to that vision of who I really am, who I see myself to be. When I envision myself in my most fun joyful iteration that's my real self mm. and and i'll commit to that self and so and again but it all comes back to that connection to your higher guidance and whatever name or, or form you give that the biggest way i can resonate with what you're saying is this idea of if i had never gotten sick who would i be now mm -hmm. and that scares me more than the disease nowadays because I really like who I am. Yeah. You know, I really like, I do something very valuable in the world and my confidence has grown so much that I could sit down with any person in this world and feel like I have something to offer. Yeah. And what I have to offer was, was seated in extreme pain. Yes. Same with yours. Would you have been able to help as many people as you've been able to help and do as much as you are if it was just a little bit of Crohn's a little bit of symptoms, a few diet changes, and it all went away. Would I have even cared about helping people? If yes. I had been perfectly healthy and lots of money, Yep. What would, would I be freaking Bill Gates? Yeah. Would I be, you know, Jeff Bezos? Like, just yeah. like, like, what really is their contribution to humanity to, yeah. to, you know, moving us forward in their mind a lot, but. you be, Yeah. You became a leader. I think we both became leaders through pain. And we gained superpower, you know, all purpose is rooted in pain. And, and, and we found deep purpose in that. And, and is that, but how does the average viewer resonate with that? Which I've always felt like this. It's either the worst thing that ever happens to you or it's the best. And there's or really both. no middle ground. I mean, is oh, it both though? Because I it wasn't. I think it was, it's both simultaneously. <laughs> I guess I guess it was the worst thing is most the most detrimental to myself and my family and, the, and everything I wanted. But yeah, it is absolutely it's a paradigm where it absolutely has been the best thing. And it's because I turned it into the best thing. I think that's the divine power that humans have is that you can shift the energy in life. And because truth is nothing but a perspective. It's not real. Nothing is real except what we choose to be real. So that perspective can shift based on how we interpret and how we then push back out to the world. So I've yeah. always seen, I've always said Crohn's class, the best thing that ever happened to me. I've been saying that for eight years and now it has manifested to absolutely 100% the best thing that's ever happened and to me, so even though it's person, been scary and life, life, you know, could have ended my life. So for the person who's ill right now, if you yes. say to them, Oh, you choose your reality, they'll be like, 
I would not crazy. choose this. I am yeah. not choosing this. Yes. But if you say to your, if you say to that person, no, no, we're not saying that you in your conscious mind are choosing this reality. You're you working together with your higher, greater, bigger self, whose goal is to move you towards wholeness and magnificence. That's the part of you that's chosen this reality, that's chosen this path. So you have the opportunity to transform and to alchemize. Because otherwise you would not, you would have no need. If everything is going well, you don't grow and you don't learn because you have no need to. And to be honest, the world needs more humans to change because what you did to heal yourself is also good for the planet. And oh. it was good for your local community and it was good for your family. And it got you connected to the, the value of being alive, the value of a healthy relationship, the, the, the how to be a good mother. Yeah, because you had to protect your children from what had happened to you. Yeah, and I, I, my son, same thing. And so there's been so much growth because I've stood up and decided, as you said earlier, I decided that's not who I am. I'm going this way, and I don't care what anyone else says. I choose my reality. I choose what happiness is. I choose what I'm my freedom. You did the same thing, and that that intensity, that willingness to stand up, get off your knees. And decide that you are not going to be defined by something outside of yourself like this. And then you can really you know, grow it into whatever you see fit and, and really live a blessed life beyond. And it, it, it's, it's a huge win-win at that point for everything, for the earth, yeah. for your family, for yourself, for everyone wins. And, and that process cannot just be done by your conscious mind. And it cannot be done a lot of times quickly. I've also known, maybe you've noticed this over the years, when people hear really quickly, they don't spiritually get as much out of it. Yeah. Like if I see someone, someone joins the SHIELD program and they get results in like two weeks, their symptoms are gone. Like, oh my God, this worked. You put this perfect, we call it MPS, magic protocol syndrome. Like you put this everything together and it worked perfect. As long as I do this little cheat sheet hack, mm -hmm. everything will be perfect. And it's honestly, you're you're missing the point of, of the true healing journey, as you said, and and- it's going to be really hard to get, keep those results long term because you haven't gone through what you really need to go through. Yeah, I was going to say it'd be interesting to have follow up with those people to say, well, you didn't really get the point, the larger point of a healing journey. So are you then going to manifest a different disease in different symptoms? Like, is it going to then come back and intensify? Yeah. Yep. You know, like you can How? you pay now or pay later. How do you how, know you pay later? You're going to pay more. Oh, how, you know? Jeannie, how long did it, do you think it took you to truly heal? I know that you got results at a certain point. You did a lot of intense things. You were on liquid diets for six weeks straight. That was one thing you did. And you, you did so well with it. Actually, other people were asking you for the same thing. And you actually created Absorb Plus because you, people who knew you were following you were saying, can you help me do the same thing? So you created a product because of them. Mm -hmm. um, but how long? Do you think it took I, you to heal? I actually figured this out just recently. I can't remember why I had to figure it. Oh, for a hypnotherapy session. And one of the questions she was asking me, but I went back. So it took me seven years to figure out how to heal myself. But mm. then after I was healed, it took me another three years of working with lingering triggers Mm. And a lot of that then we're into the emotional spiritual, right? Because you can feel, heal the physical body and you can get stable and you can be like, okay, I have no more symptoms. 
and I can go through a fair amount of stress and I, I know how to handle that and I still have no symptoms. But, you know, what you mentioned at the beginning about the fear of it coming back. Yep. That's the emotional, spiritual component of it. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, to to get out of that where I wasn't on the alert, I wasn't watchful all the time for signs and blah, 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 and to feel like, okay, this is feeling, would have been another three years. So I would say 10 years total. Um, don't forget, I'm experimenting that whole, that whole first You're step. You're paving the way. There's no road. Yeah. So I mean, if, I have. But if you had all the resources we others have out there now, you could have done it maybe maybe five to 10 times quicker. Oh, easily. I mean, easily. I have people who've come in, I'm sure you have too. If yep. they haven't been on any of the drugs yet, if, you, if yes. they've got, you got them right after the diagnosis. I've had people with colitis healed easy in six months mm -hmm. and Crohn's eight to 12 because it's fat. And that's fast for these. Are, the, it, it's lightning. Yeah. To heal that in less than a year is lightning fast. I, I would argue that you can't heal the emotional side in less than a year. Oh, I don't think, I don't, I think a year. You have to have seasons. I'm just talking life. about the physical layer of healing. Yeah. Like the bleeding's gone. You're at one to three bowel movements a day, form stool, no urgency, your calprotectin's normal. Some of those physical things happening. Um, but I've always felt like we can get those results and get you back safe. But to emotional things, examples for everyone listening, food fear, travel feel, working hard, trying to get a raise, building it up. I mean, those are dangerous things to all of a sudden say, Hey, I'm going to get married and I'm looking to get a promotion and I'm going to have kids. Stress is a real problem. And it allows some of these opportunistics, these infections, the opportunistic infections, maybe to start manifesting again. Maybe it was a EBV virus as a root issue that was growing in your body and your immune system was malfunctioning with it, or, you know, a parasite or a candida start growing back oh, in the body. Stress hormones off your thyroid. So many things. So that just goes to show when we talk about this idea of working with the unconscious and the energy, there's so much stuff we can't just control. And we try to just put it into two plus two equals four. It never fits. And yeah. so everyone out there listening, it just eventually it's, it's beyond our control of like, okay, just do all these hormone regulation therapies and do all these gut therapy. They're all so important, but you have to go to a deeper layer on top of all of that, on top yeah. of the so let's say you daily protocol. You've healed yourself in your symptoms. You've done a great job in the physical and you're doing really but well with the physical. Yes. You don't have an ability to set calm, healthy boundaries. You don't have an ability to me. set boundaries. <laughs> She's talking to me now, guys. This is now a private session you're in. But guard and protect your energy. Yes. Because your energy is a finite resource. You, you do this so much better than me. You are so like you're out there in, the, in your own land, your horses. You've put you've you've really defined the value of success in business versus personal health. Everyone, yeah, no, and I'm out there much on my land with my horses, and I'm exhausting myself because <laughs> I went into it. And I'm like, oh, I feel guilty asking for help. I feel guilty paying for help because I don't know how my husband's going to feel about me putting more money into this ranch. Oh, uh, so yeah. So there's the boundary problem. Now there's the guilt problem. Like, and so then, so then I'm like, okay, now I, now I've like lost a whole bunch of weight because I've been working physically so hard because I feel guilty about asking for help. Yeah. Like, well, so where is that? That doesn't live on the physical realm. That lives yeah. in my emotional, spiritual realm. Why do I feel guilty asking for help? Why do I feel like I'm a loser because I can't handle it? 
and I ask for help. Like that's, first of all, so then we're looking at a judgment. So people who ask for help are losers. Like, where is that coming from? That's not even, that's not even what I consciously believe. You see what I mean? So this working on the emotional aspect, the spiritual aspect, I don't think that ever stops until the day we die. No, that's the journey of life. This you can never really win. It's always this, isn't it? It's and it's all this. relative, right? Like however yeah. far you get, you just keep refining and keep refining. And you know, the horses are a great one for that because the horses can see things in your energy field clear as day that yeah. you you have no idea about, and they'll be like, "Look at that! Look at what you've got living there!" Because it's you know that's how they live. They're energy based beings. So I think this brings us to a big point when you practice the emotional healing and letting go of the trauma around food, the trauma around the blood, the trauma of being told you have to get your colon removed, the trauma of losing 60, 70 pounds of weight and being in a wheelchair, all these things that you and I have gone through there. there, That's really hard to do. It's really hard. And when you were talking to me about the emotional eight, eight years ago, nine years ago, how long it was, I was resistant to it. I was also a young man and I just, I had a little, I was just resistant and took me a long time. And now, and even when I do EFT, I still have some times of being resistant where I just prefer to work with a coach, which we'll discuss here in a little bit. But, um, I I think you're, I think you're dead on. And and something I really want to add on to your point is everything you do to heal Crohn's and Clyde helps you get better with every other aspect of life. You'll be able to help it. Like it's the same energy. It's the same thing with like you said, the ups and downs of working too hard, stress, family, what the kids are eating. Like that's not Crohn's colitis. That's life. Yeah. But it's the same principles you learned over here with self-healing yeah. that are just copy and paste onto the rest of life. Yeah, if you have this massive keep... toolbox now. Yes, this exactly. Thing. That's so yes, that right there is what got me addicted. That got me hooked. Is this I in order to heal yourself, you have to become the best version of yourself. You've yeah. got to turn into your highest self. Like you can be on this world and experience a low version of yourself, or you can experience a high version of yourself. It's the same DNA. Yeah. Which one are you going to manifest? Which one are you going to create? And if you decide to stand up and heal yourself, you're going to have all those superpowers forever towards every other aspect of life. Yeah. I mean, how many times has all your teachings in Crohn's colitis come into handy over the last 35 years? Oh, let let me tell you about something that happened today. Okay. (laughs) I love it. Eighteen-year-old son is in the UK. Yes, my husband is there supporting him to have his shot at being a Premier League professional soccer player. Okay, wow. this is huge stakes, so he's doing really well. Okay, yep. he's on track for being in some showcase games. A couple of scouts are coming out specifically to look at him. But last week we had identified because he has this knee injury. Okay, we're, so now we're in the physical. Okay. It's knee injury that keeps happening. So I found him an osteo. I said, your, your body work is not good enough. Who are you saying? Okay, no. So I found him an osteopath and then I found him a hypnotherapist because I'm like, knees, knees are all about moving the willingness to move forward in life. Mm. So if your knees keep going, what part of you is refusing to step forward? Now we're out of the physical realm. We're into the emotional, subconscious, spiritual realm. And if mm-hmm. you don't deal with it at that level, so I send that. So my husband books in the osteopath, doesn't book him the hypnotherapist. <laughs> he goes into his big game today. He scores a goal and then he gets injured. His knee hip thing activates and he's got to come off at halftime. And the coach says, I'm not taking you to the showcase weekend because there's no point in showcasing you when you're at 60%. Boom. 
Okay, because that's what a saboteur looks like. Yeah. And the saboteur, you can go, well, he just needs more support. He's ha He has so much physical support and he's yeah. so rigorous about his own stretching and body rolling and all the physiotherapy that he does on his own. It doesn't live at that level. What's happening here is in the emotional, spiritual realm. You have to go to that level to heal that. To And again, because he's not who he sees himself to be yet. So this, this concept of this, what we call the healing journey applies even to people like him who are 100% healthy, but they have something that's a mind-body integrated path that they want to get to. And so the journey is actually the same. Yeah. And, and all of that comes from your experience with Crohn's colitis and took you 10 years to really be able to take back your life. And you had to go deeper than the physical because the physical stuff, a lot of times you can learn it and do it in a matter of months, but over years, how do you get that deeper level? And, and you're already seeing stuff going on with your young son who might not resonate with all the spiritual realm of stuff because he hasn't been on the journey you have. And a lot of people might be hearing this and go, I don't know what to do with this. And I think the biggest thing, and I felt like that too, is you've got to realize that what is going on energetically will manifest into the physical. That's the real big point. And it will affect how you talk, how you vibrate, uh, how, what you act on, what tends to come your way. They call it karma. You know, it, it, all of it matters. And God knows if he had done what you were saying with the hypnotherapy, how that game would have gone differently or how his body would have reacted differently. And if you don't believe in energy and vibration and frequency, then you better stop using your cell phone. Because then yeah. that won't work. Well, it, well, all of our cells <laughs> are vibrating. That's form frequency. <laughs> Here's the thing I want everyone, and because me, I was always a simple thinker. So I always want to use that side of the coin here for everyone listening. We know it all exists. We just accept the negative version of it. If you're really stressed and you have a big soccer game the next day and you're messed up and you go out and have that soccer game and you, and you have a bad day or you get injured, you're going to be saying it's because you had too much in your plate and you had to fight with your fiance, your boyfriend, your husband, whatever it was, and you're going to blame it on the energy of stress. We're always okay. With yeah. the energetic side of how negative, but we don't believe in the positive. Good for something to exist, its opposite must exist. This is what helped me move forward with the energy. If a negative exists, a positive must exist. If white exists, black must exist. If tall exists, short must exist. So if something, if an energy can make you sick, and we all agree that stress has made us sick, which is an energy, mm -hmm. then also there's an energy that can make that can heal and make us healthy. And every person who's ever said God, whether it's Jesus or or Buddha or Allah, has ever healed them is saying that same thing, that there's an energy, there's a divine that has come into them and helped heal them. Yeah. There is a positive to that negative, and that's what it is, and that's all you need to believe with. And from there on out, jump in the deep end and see. Because the thing with energy is there's no downside. You just and, feel and a little Bridget. stupid. You feel a little stupid. You're just, just down. There's no downside. That's right. You know, I mean, what if you if, there, if you take a certain type of antimicrobial, there's a potential downside. You have a severe Herxheimer reaction or an allergy to it. And it makes you go to the bathroom 20 times a day. Yeah. You stand on your head, clicking your heels. There's no downside. So even if something like EFT tapping feels off or uncomfortable, there is no downside. And God knows what kind of clarity can give you. Now, Jeannie, I know we're running out of time and I want to do something on the laser tapping really quick because we're because me and you probably could talk forever. But um, the last thing. I do want to say on my experience, because we went over yours, is when I was lost and I and I, there was no shield program, there was books and yours was so wonderful back in the day. I felt so alone. I was a young kid, 
my parents had already spent $30,000 trying to heal me. It did not work. And I just seen all these naturopath doctors and all these other doctors. And I went to UCLA, Mayo, Mayo Clinic, Cedar sinai I never got any results. It wasn't until I started clearing my mind and clearing my energy that I, that I could stay in a routine of how I ate. I was so angry. I was so resentful. I was so upset. I couldn't stay away from the bad foods. Yeah. I couldn't get myself clear enough to cook my food. I couldn't get myself to go to sleep at night because I would be um, up till two in the morning. And I was so upset and resentful and angry at God. I was smoking weed every day, watching movies all day long like a sick person still in my pajamas, haven't shaved in six months. You know, I was acting sick. I was being sick because energetically I was, lo I had lost. My life had been stripped from me. Yeah. So when I energetically just got rid of all this crap, I could see life simply. And all of a sudden it wasn't, and I think, Gene, what you're talking about, it's not about figuring out something complex. It's taking the complex and making it simple. Because mm -hmm. energetic healing is about clarity. Yeah. It's about simplicity. It's about consistency. Mm -hmm. And you get in this rhythm. Do you remember that rhythm when you're trying to heal and you get in this rhythm of how you eat and how you do and how you think and the type of people will come around you and how you let, even let them come into your world? Mm -hmm. You just become very protective of everything, you, you know, and you just get into that. Does that resonate with you? I just, I got in this rhythm. I was reading sometimes five hours a day and yeah. you couldn't, in high school, you could not get me to read college. Yeah. Also a, a problem for me. I just wasn't that guy who loved to just be a philosopher of reading, you know, but when I was sick and I got in that mode four, six hours a day. And that's see, that's, for that's another gift that's now enriched your life and is part of the expansion of you. Yes. So again, the gifts of the healing journey. Yes, that is so true. And I just hope this is starting to resonate. I know it's hard to come to. And I know it usually takes time. Usually you need three, a few months of just trying how to heal before you're, you, it's almost like jump starting the spirit and really understanding the connection. I think, you know, as I said, Jeannie's a bit of a wizard here. And I just, I really appreciate you, Jeannie, and everything you've done. Let's, let's talk about laser tapping really quick. So, you know, um, one thing you said to me is you said, Dane, a lot of the healing truly begins once the physical started to calm down. And, and you created a course on how to start releasing trauma. And I think this is so impactful because I think it goes a step beyond just regular therapy. Mm -hmm. Oh, goes, yeah. It's mind, goes, body, integrated therapy. Yeah. Because I've done a lot of therapy, but yeah. I've even found like emotional freedom technique or EMDR, eye movement, desensitization, reprocessing, cranial sacral therapy, biodynamic yeah. cranial sacral, all of these things, they feel like you're standing on your head. That's okay. You're going to be fine. The only thing that you might get as a negative side effect is embarrassment. That's it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's all that's going to happen. So you might as well just live with it, grow with it. So what, um, tell me about laser tapping. Tell me a quick, really quickly about EFT and and how it works. So I became an EFT certified practitioner after okay. seeing how well it worked for myself. And then I was like, I need this for my kids and my family. So I became a certified practitioner. And then as I did it over the next 10, 15 years, I realized I kind of, I kind of used the technique in a little bit different way to, to really bring out more of the, the aspect of going into the physical cells and tissues of the body. Mm -hmm. And then um, I also realized that, you know, for 90% of the tapping sessions that I'm doing, I'm just, when you, when you become a practitioner, you learn this huge schemata so that you can deal with anybody. But 90, 95% of the people that I was, you know, just friends and family doing tapping sessions with were using this one simplified piece of it. So mm -hmm. I thought, wow. And then, and then simultaneously, my readers, I was saying to them, you know, 
go learn EFT, go like, and they're like, well, I can't afford. Cause you know, to really see results with, with EFT, you should have at least five sessions with a therapist. Yeah. Well, at between 180 to $250 a session, a lot, a lot of people can't afford that. Yeah. So then I would say, well, go take a course, learn mm -hmm. EFT for yourself, take a level one, level two workshop. And then I would look for the workshop and the workshops were geared to people who wanted to become practitioners. So they were really expensive, which, you know, it's, if you're going to go turn, make a living out of something and, and you want to charge someone $3,000 for certification, no problem. Yeah. But what about the layperson who doesn't want to become a practitioner, who just wants this tool that as things come up, as you get a download about, oh my God, I'm doing this to myself. I just sabotage myself. I just, my mind just went into resistance. Okay, let me start tapping right now. Mm -hmm. Where's the resource for that person to have this self-healing tool? So mm -hmm. that's why I created what I call laser tapping. So it's my version of EFT that's mm -hmm. really body, body integrated centered. Um, but it works with the acupuncture points. Mm -hmm. So instead of inserting needles, you're tapping on those points. So you're accessing the meridian system and the the whole energetic etheric body while you're talking out loud. So you're engaging that mental mind in your psychology. Um, and then as you go through it, often we call it peeling the peeling the onion. So you heal a layer and then all of a sudden a new information comes up or and you go, oh, I didn't realize that what was sitting underneath this, which I thought was my issue, is actually this, which is my bigger issue. And so then you go and you just you know, and that's why it's handy to have a tool that you can access at any time. Like I've done yeah. it when I'm driving. I do it, you know, in the airplane. I do it, you know, it's so in, it's just incredibly, again, it's about that healing toolbox. I, I've, I've witnessed this and I, I want to give my two cents. And this is not just because, you know, I, I, my real experience and I think I just, I think there's a lot of people who are going to resonate with this. I was completely resistant to this. I, she told me to do seven years ago, EFT. I did not want to do it. The first time I did, I did an hour long session. I do recommend anyone out there who has a natural resistance to it. Just if you can afford it, go get a, a specialist. Like Rachel Turner is amazing. An EFT specialist who will do one-on-ones with you. Uh, just shoot us a message. Um, if you have a question, info at Crohn's Guys Lifestyle, or you can shoot Jeannie's, uh, Jeannie's team info at listen to your gut.com. Um, uh, and Jeannie, that's your your email address, correct? Uh, if people want to get in contact or the or the later tapping, what's the uh, email? Service at listen to your gut.com. Service at listen to your gut.com. Service at, and I'll put that in the, uh, the link below in the blog. But when I first did it, I did about an hour and all of these things started popping up, like things from my past. And I started becoming aware of the trauma. And you actually touched on one of those traumas earlier. Um, and I, I felt exhausted after I did it. I had to go to, I went to sleep at like 7 PM. I usually go to bed at like nine 30, but I felt yeah. so exhausted. It was just sitting here, here. Because you're and moving, talking. you're moving energy and that requires a tremendous, it's like, that's exhausting. It just, just tapping like this guys. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I mean, all this stuff is coming up. I even started getting teary eyed. I was talking about everything from like, you know, my mom and father's divorce to, to yeah. what happened to me when I was a kid or when I first got sick, I started getting bleeding. I almost died in the hospital. 
And even last, even I, I'm now tapping once a week with, with a practitioner every single week. I talk with Rachel because I find that I'm naturally resistant and I get so busy with work and it's something just in my energy that I just like to have a practitioner that I work with. So I, I work one-on-one, -on -one, but even last week we had a break or two weeks ago, we had a breakthrough around success, which you coincidentally brought up. And I'll give you this example. For me, success can be dangerous to my health. Ah. because the more successful I get, the more people I'm responsible for. Yeah. And the more it is my duty to heal the world. And sometimes I feel like I'll end up trying to save the world. And then we're back, we're back to that initial thing about boundaries. So you yes. trust yourself to be able to set and hold those boundaries. Yeah. I, I, it's almost like, it's almost like I could potentially be a martyr. Yeah. Where yeah. I'll sit, I'll sit and work to, all the time, 12 hours, yeah. all the time in a chair. My and horses, that's the top thing that they teach. They say that my herd of wild horses who yeah. teach humans like for the last seven years, they say that humans suck at boundaries, number one. That is <laughs> yeah. the problem that humans have. And yep. so I actually have a whole workshop with them on boundaries because it's so big. It, it's so oh. tough, especially when you have a big mission. Like when I see a sick mm -hmm. person dealing with Crohn's colitis, I just feel like, what can I do? And I can, and I, you might have felt like this, like you feel like sometimes you're the only one who can help. And that could be a black hole of, of energy. Yeah. Uh, they're not, there's who else, you know? Um, but anyways, that as I've been tapping on it, I've noticed we've continued to release and create better boundaries because my boundaries were worse a year ago. For sure. So just as someone who just sure. did all the physical, did all the work, really did, did some emotional, did some EMDR, some EFT, I continue to see the benefits of, of doing therapy. And I, I say to a lot of clients, if you're even interested in a therapist, something like EFT while you're talking about life, I think personally, in my experience, it does more. Mm -hmm. Because what I need to do is change how I feel and change the reality which I'm seeing, which is all therapy is. Like this is my reality and a therapist only helps you change the perspective. Mm -hmm. You can't change what happened in life. You can just change how you view it. Mm -hmm. If you were hurt as a child, that, that time's gone. All you can do is let now, it release if it. You're, if you're using an integrated mind-body therapy, it's yes. not just about a change in perspective. It's actually trauma that has been stored in a biochemical signature in the cells and tissues of your body yes. and released. So you can release it, but you can't change what happened. Correct. So the biggest, I think a lot of us, if you feel like you're failing in therapy, see, this is also good for everyone else who feels like they might be depressed or stuck because depressed just means you're in a long-term in prison. You're imprisoned. You can't get out. This magical prison's around you. You're depressed. And the answer is a magical key that you create, mm -hmm. right? So it's a release. We can't change. We can only release. And a lot of times in therapy, when we talk, we're actually not releasing enough. We're just trying to manipulate we're just reinforcing or retelling. Over, story, I, I felt that a hundred thousand no times in therapy. Yeah, there's it's no just, release. There's no transformation. There's this is no, the release. You know, there's no integration with the physical body. Yes. And so, you know, the whole thing about trauma is you can't change the event, but you can change the emotional charge around the event. Yep. You can change how you feel and like feel in the deep depths of your being about that event. Yeah. You can change um, your emotional response now to that event. And you can release the actual trauma of the event from the very cells of your body.
which I think is a, a big word for that is identity. Because we identify, if a person's been injured, they might identify as a person who's not worth anything, as a person mm -hmm. who can be abused, as a person mm -hmm. who's not strong enough. Yeah. I am not strong enough, therefore I'm abused or I am a victim. Mm -hmm. I am not good enough. You know, and we have released those identities to allow to create the identity that we want. Like same thing when the doctors tried to put the identity that you're going to be sick for the rest of your life. You refused it. And you also needed to tap out some of those traumas that could have had you identify that you're just going to be a sick person for the rest of your life. You're not going to have kids. Yeah. And so in that, and, and what I love about EFT and the big thing I want to give to everyone who is a little resistant or this thing, feel like you're standing on your head is choose to condition the reality you wish and get the emotional charge that best serves what you want to manifest and be willing to be uncomfortable because how you feel is an energy. Feelings are energy. We know they're real. We know the negative energies are real. You know that stress has affected your life. How can you get on the offense with energy? How can you stop being a victim of energy and start using it for your will? Mm -hmm. And laser tapping, I think it's wonderful. So lasertapping.com, check out Jeannie's program. If you've had IBD and you, and you trust in the, in the integrity of Jeannie as I do, and, and the type of protocol and the type of program she's going to make, check it out. Um, how does the program work real quick before we end, Jeannie? Well, so when you go to lasertapping.com, try the free session. There's three different sessions you can choose from that are all free. Pick one that, that you feel, oh, this is where I'm at right now. Yep. Um, and then see what your body, so just scroll, see what your body feels about it. There it is. Yes, please. I'd like to try laser tapping for myself. Yeah. Okay. Just put in your email right here. Yeah. And I'm assuming they're not going to be spammed or nothing's going to no, you're no, not no. Gonna be crazy spam with all this stuff. Yes. We don't uh, do that. My own um, you put in your name, email, and you'll get some free sessions to learn how it works. Yeah. And then if they want to join the program, it's a, looks like a four week course. Yeah, it's, it can be done easily in four weeks. Um, what a lot of people do, actually, because there's the tutorials uh, videos that teach you how to tap for yourself. What a lot mm -hmm. of people do, they skip that and they go straight to, there's, I think, about 23 or 24 tap along sessions on specific topics. So they are like, well, I just want to start tapping. So yeah. these are videos where I lead you through things like, setting healthy boundaries, perfectionism, fear of success. Um, there's all these different topics um, that I feel are, well, they're universal. We all deal with these things. So I recorded tap along therapy sessions that are about 30 minutes in length and you just tap along with me. And so that's often where people go first. They just want to get going on the tapping. And then once they've done that for a while, they come back and they do the tutorials and they learn how to tap for themselves and for their own issues that come up. Wonderful. Jeannie, thank you for making this. Thank you for making everything at Listen to Your God and all of what you've put forward for the world to, to, to deal with uh, the emotional, the physical, um, the spiritual dealing with IBD. And uh, you've been a blessing to the world and it's all been rooted out of your, your pain as we discussed. And there's greatness here, guys. It, it can seem off. It can be obscure. Some things are uncertain or don't always make sense, but have faith, you know, compound it all together, become the best version of yourself. Cause it won't only just help in the healing process of Crohn's colitis, but it will also help with anything else you want to create in this world, like your family, your job, your career, your home. Um, and so we're both here for you and we want to be here of integrity for you and send you love and light. Uh, Janine, any last words before we end? 
No, just keep on keeping on. It's all good. It's all good. Wherever you're at, wherever you're going to go to, it's all good. Just surround yourself with love and compassion. Mm -hmm.